Thanks for tuning back in to the Call of Financial Show. I said before I wanted to do current event episodes because I think it's important to know what's going on in our world and our local economies. So today we'll mark current event episode number one, which will also make episode number three of the podcast show. Now let's talk about what's going on with the skyrocketing stock prices of companies like AMC, BlackBerry, Bed Bath & Beyond, and GameStop. I'm sure you've heard about it on the news, radio, or social media about how these companies' stock prices are going through the roof, especially GameStop. What we are seeing is what's called a short squeeze. It's nothing new and groundbreaking, but what makes us different is the underlying factors and what caused this one. This particular instance started a few years ago when these large Wall Street fund managers started short-selling GameStop stocks. Now, short-selling is when you borrow a stock, you sell it, and then you promise to pay back that stock later to the person that you borrowed it from. The reason that you do this is because you think that stock price is going to go down. Here's an example to hopefully make this make sense. Let's say I own one Apple stock that's worth $100 today. Someone comes to me and says, let me borrow your one Apple stock at 2% per year and I'll replace it at least by the end of the year. Now for the sake of the example, I agree to this. They borrow my one Apple stock at 2% per year and they turn around and they sell it immediately at $100 because that's what it's worth today. Now they have their $100 and all they owe me is the little bit of interest that it costs to borrow my stock and one Apple stock at least by the end of the year. This is called being in a short position because you still owe someone that stock back that you borrowed. Now let's say they hold that short position the entire year and by the end of the year that Apple stock is now worth only $50. They can then go back into the market, purchase another Apple stock at $50 to give back to me to cover their short position. This person will have just made a $50 profit off of that stock that they never owned and they will only owe me $2 for that 2% interest on the original $100 stock. After everything is said and done in this one specific example, the person paid $2 to make a $48 profit. As you can see, it can be very profitable if the stock price actually drops. Now, back to the GameStop example, Wall Street investors were so sure that GameStop stock was going to fall because they weren't making any money and they weren't making any steps toward this new wave of everything being virtual and online. So they started shorting very heavily to the point that it got the attention of other investors who started to hop in on the short position. Now you have so much Wall Street money in a short position on this stock because they are just that confident that it's going to fall. Now on the other side of the house, you have these individual stock traders who are all in this group chat on Reddit that get together and they talk about what stocks they think are doing well, what stocks they think are doing terribly, and they all try to make these stock decisions based on what each other think. They see that these huge Wall Street funds are so heavily shorted on GameStop stock that they see it as almost a personal battle between Wall Street and GameStop. It becomes almost this thing of don't let Wall Street win against GameStop. So then what happens next is everyone starts to buy into GameStop. 
Basic economics tells us that anytime we have more buyers than sellers on a stock or anything, the price goes up. So as more buyers start hopping in, price starts going up. As the price starts going up, more hype gets built around GameStop and the price goes even higher. And that higher price causes more hype, it goes even higher. Then you have these people on Wall Street who are in these short positions and now they have a choice to make. This choice becomes really important because as you saw in the last example, we turned a $2 investment into $48 because the stock price went from $100 to $50. That would be a 2,300% return on our money. However, if the pendulum swung the other way and we went into a short position at a $50 stock price and it rose to $100, we would be out the $2 in interest that we paid plus we would have to cover buying that extra stock back at a $50 increase in price. That would be us starting with $2 and losing $52 total. That's a 2,700% decrease in our investment. As you can see, being in a short position can make you really big gains or even bigger losses. So with everyone buying into GameStop and the price going way up, skyrocketing through the roof, the Wall Street investors in the short position had to either keep their short position or call it a loss, come out of pocket to buy that stock back that you owed. A lot of them chose to hold their short position. They chose to fight for it because what they saw was a stock that went from $4 to $470 in a matter of six months could not go up anymore. They said it could only fall from there. So far, that has not been the case. The stock price has stayed up because the buyers who are buying in are in it for the long haul. It's a fun and exciting thing for them to see how much they can push this GameStop stock up to. It's branched out to other stocks that have been shorted by Wall Street investors. That's how the stocks like AMC, Bed Bath & Beyond, and BlackBerry have all been pushed up as well. Now to tack on a second layer to this. Because some of the Wall Street investors still believe that the GameStop stock will fall, they tried to recover their losses so far by shorting more of the stock at the higher price because they still think it will go down. If this does become true, then when the stock falls, they will make a lot of that money back. However, they still won't make as much as they lost. If it ends up not being true, then they will end up losing even more money. Now the stock will eventually fall because the earnings of GameStop don't actually back up how high the stock prices are. But the longer that this group of Reddit investors can continue to hold the stock price up, the more money that these Wall Street investors will lose because they're still having to pay interest on the borrowed stock. I know in the example we said 2%, which is pretty realistic. It's normally around 2 to 3, sometimes even 4%. However, when you multiply that with the zeros on the end and you start talking about people buying millions of stocks, then you end up talking about millions of dollars being lost in interest. Right now, Wall Street has lost about $5 billion with a B. So we'll have to see how this plays out in the end, when the stock price will eventually fall back down to normal, if this will happen to other stocks. We really have no idea because this is kind of unprecedented. The interesting part here though is what else will this affect? How will this change how stock market predictions are made? How will this change how Wall Street invests their money? Will they stop shorting stocks as much as they used to? How will this affect their funds for the year? 
Will they lose a lot more money? Will they lose a lot of investors who are putting their money into their hands to invest for them? People can make a lot of predictions, but no one really knows what's going to happen. We'll just have to wait to find out. Okay, that is it in a nutshell. I just wanted to give an update on what's going on. I'll try to do a current event episode anytime there is anything big on the news that could affect you or your wallets. The biggest takeaway that I want any listener to have is to never put your money in any new craze that's hitting the news or the internet until you know exactly what it is. You should always be well informed before making any big decisions like that. And that is advice that anyone in the financial industry would agree with. If this was helpful, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. I'll see you back here next time. Thanks for tuning in to the Collar Financial Podcast. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to the channel if you enjoyed the show. See you next time.